Hey yo, what's going on world? And we are back with another edition of the Manly D's podcast. I'm your host, Melly Mel, and join me as always. You know, we got Husky and Bearded. We got my man Drew in the building. What's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, man? I go by many names. Dr. Drew Mar, Reverend Know It All, ready to drop some gems tonight. Hey, I like how you welcoming your new nicknames, bro. You was hesitant <laughs> to accept it at first, but now you're taking on to it. Hey, man, I call me Kevin Durant. I'm going to join the winning side. <laughs> Say less. And you know we got your boy, T.Roy, a.k.a. Pastor Troy. What's going on, man? It's your boy, Troy, in the building. Hey, I just want to remind our listeners to check us out on Instagram at Manly Deeds Podcast. Also, find us on Facebook at Manly Deeds Podcast. And find us on uh, Twitter grams with, no, not just playing, with tw- <laughs> <on> Twitter <laughs> at Manly Deeds <laughs> underscore. Hey man, y'all need to pick his energy up, man. We gotta, uh, we gotta have some energy this week because we missing a member. Not to tweet, I know, right? Uh, shout out to my man Lace, my man down bad. Uh, life coach Lace is missing in action. Uh, my man caught the vid. Uh, so he uh, actually got the double whammy, man. My guy went to go get his booster and wasn't aware that he had already contracted COVID. So you know he got the booster shot, which you know has been known to put people down for like a day or two, and then. You know, he had COVID at the same time. So I, that's a that's a double hit piece. So now I know why he was he was down bad on Sunday. But we're gonna keep him in spirits, man. I'm gonna try to use as many uh big words, you know, in candid conversation <laughs> as Lace would do in his absence. You know, we'll we'll get him back. Uh so, you know, rest up, rest easy. And uh I actually, you know what I actually told him to do was take some cough medicine and get on get online tonight, man. Cause he's been texting all day. He's been he texting all day. He just need a little bit of Robitussin, that's all. Come on now. I'm going to do you like black parents used to do you. If you got energy to be text messaged, you got energy to do everything else she's supposed to be doing. So Facts. And he was text messaging up a storm today. <laughs> he was. I know he was lonely. He said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, if he didn't, if it didn't sound like he was smoking three packs of cigarettes a day, he would, he would get on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hold it down, Lace. P.O.P. We'll see you on the next one, bro. Hold it down. We'll see you on the next one, man. So, hey, that's that's wild. Um, this code, this COVID thing, been picking up, bro. Omicron getting out of hand. Uh, that joint running the fade with everybody. Omarion. Yeah, that joint. That uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Optimus Prime is out here getting cats, bro. Yo, Optimus, Oma, bro. Omicron must be wearing black forces because that joint is on site with everybody you see, bro. <laughs> and them that's... joints is tied all the way up tight. <laughs> Yo, I know a yeah, bunch bro, of people that have caught the vid in like the last three weeks, just like down the, bad, bad. This is the what f- fourth, maybe third, uh, no fifth uh, case of somebody close to me has caught it. Um, this uh, within the past like two weeks, man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's hey, yo, getting out of hand. Speaking of which, man, R.I.P. My man Scotty. Uh, man. Yo, man, if you from Martinsville, anywhere. Near Martinsville, Danville, Greensboro, uh, you know, Big Root, Root, Scotty Dalton, man. Um, he passed away this past Sunday uh, from COVID. So, man, folks, take this joint seriously, man. Uh, more people historically, if you look back, are dying right now than ever died. So, man, go. Don't make it political. Don't make it religious. Uh, go get your uh, vaccine. Go get your booster, man. Hey, that's for real, man. Uh, that's that's real real and uh definitely prayers up to scotty and his family bro i didn't really know him uh heard a lot about him was a fan of his work 
you know, I used to see Drew's haircuts. You know, he would come into town. And I'd be like, yo, who gave you that fade? You know, he'd be like my <laughs> man, Scotty, you know. So, you know, RIP to him. Uh, prayers up to his family and everything like that, man. And, and prayers up to anybody who's lost, you know, a family member to uh, COVID. I actually had a friend to text me earlier today saying that he was uh, actually text on his way to say uh, his goodbyes to his mama. You know, text earlier to say he was on his way to tell his mama goodbye. She had, uh, she had contracted COVID. COVID, you know, so... Uh, don't want to put him out there, but you know, prayers up to him and his family and everything like that. When the, when the time's right, they'll tell their own story. Uh, but really, prayers up to anybody who's lost a loved one uh, to COVID. And like my man, Dr. Drew Mar said, man, take this joint seriously. Um, you know, just because it hasn't impacted you the way it has impacted somebody else doesn't mean it's not real. You know, so take this joint seriously because you never know, you know, how to affect you or somebody that you're close to. Hey, man, I, I, I'm not trying to make light of it, but I did see a joke today. It said, um, he said, uh, it said, um, so y'all going to eat them Taco Bell wings, but you're not going to get your uh, your uh, vaccine shot, though? Hey, that's real stuff, man. That's homie, real, Homie Troy. was like, bro, I'm getting two vaccine shots before I eat them wings. <laughs> no hey, wings. I'm going to tell everybody vaccine right now, shots. Hey, if you eating wings from Taco Bell, block me on every social media platform that you have. Don't There's even communicate with me. me. Hey, don't communicate <laughs> with don't me. Don't communicate with me. Our man, relationship listen, is over. Listen, over. Listen, I haven't, I haven't tried any. Come on, Troy. But I have. Listen, you're not even, you're not even <laughs> trying to attempt to listen. Homie did tell me that them joints is fire, though. Troy, do they, do they even have, do they, do they even have grease at Taco Bell? What do they deep fry? They might, they that's might. That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Hey, that's they a good question, in, bro. They might have rolled in the, uh, the fryers, my guy. Even worse, this exactly see, <laughs> <laughs> this exactly why I don't know why people go to uh, specialty restaurants and then get something that they don't even specialize in. You know, nice. like why go to Taco Bell looking for chicken wings when there's Wingstop, B Doves, any other type of chicken place? There's so many other places that specialize in chicken wings, Popeyes, Bojangles. If you're from the south. All these, KFC. you know what I'm saying? KFC, whatever, all these chicken places. Why even bother going to Taco Bell to get chicken wings? Why do that? Who go to Chick-fil-A <laughs> looking for tacos? Don't True nobody facts. go no like it's like people people that go to seafood restaurants but want want chicken tenders. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like, why yeah. you come here if that's what you want to eat? Just go to so I, I that's why I didn't even mess with Taco Bell chicken wings. But that's a fact. If you can eat Taco Bell chicken wings, you definitely can get you a little vaccine. You can get you a little vaccine if you if you like the pop per, Percocet and Molly and uh, any other type of illegal drugs. But you won't <laughs> take this one. Or if you out here fornicating and being promiscuous, <laughs> <laughs> if you can do all that, you can get a vaccine, bro. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro. Fornicating with no protection. No protection. We about to lose half our listeners, bro. Bareback. Bareback. You, you, you don't do even know that. what you're getting into, bro. Don't. Literal translation. You don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> Literal translation. <laughs> and you don't even know what you're You met him off Tinder, though? And then later on that night? I just want to say that this is the laziest generation of relationships I've oh ever my seen. God. 
this is we're going all the way left for what we're supposed to be talking about. But since Troy brought it up, this is the laziest generation of youth I've ever seen when it comes to relationships. Y'all literally have an app where everybody's just present. You ain't got to have no skill, no, no tack, no game, no rap, no nothing. You literally like just open your phone, look at pictures and swipe left. I don't know the process. Swipe left, down, up, whatever. However y'all swipe it to indicate that I think that this person is attractive. Y'all the laziest generation I've ever seen. When I was a young man, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting old, bro. Oh, getting old, well, you got to say, when I was a young man and back in my day, it's raps. Yo, when I was a young man, you literally had to practice how you was going to approach somebody. You had to know what you was going to say, had to have fresh one-liners, had to have an opening segue, and then you literally had to try to convince another person to take out a piece of paper and write down their number to give write it down to you for number. you to put in your pocket to take home and wait till nine o'clock to call them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, I just want y'all to know free. when you have a chance, make sure you donate to any senior uh, citizen organization. <laughs> no, like no, you know what? You I'm know actually going to come to Mel's side on this one. Um, my, my whole stick back in the day was if I can make you laugh, I got you. That's true. I got Troy. you. That's still if true today. You, if I can make you laugh, I got you. And um, like we would we would pull up on on women in like the mall, the mall, school, the school grocery store you know football game. One thing I will say that the online dating has has permitted it has permitted people to have more options than what their small little pool was. You know what I'm saying? Because. Generally, you date somebody that you either work with, go to school with, um, you meet at church, or you know you have a social gathering around. So now it uh, it allows you to venture outside of your uh, pool. And I will also say this too: one good thing about um, the social media of the new way of dating, the app dating, is for some people who would never have an opportunity to date because either they out of somebody's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even let me finish because they out of somebody's league or they not even at. in a or I know they what might not even at. they may not even be in a league. You know what I'm saying? Like they that they that kid that you picked last that you didn't want to want to play. They might <laughs> they give them an opportunity to find love. To find love. Hey yo, it's somebody for everybody out here, Troy. There is. There is. It's somebody for everybody out here. But also, too, it has increased the possibility of people being uh, uh, more whorish. Because, bro, if I'm sw- if I swipe right on five girls and four of them hit me back, I'm I'm dating all four of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to. <laughs> is that what you do, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to understand what the problem is. Like. i'm trying to understand it's a huge problem man because one thing in this in this generation is we have a problem with commitment the young these young cats first of all whoa 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 serious don't nobody want to look stupid okay everybody afraid to be emotional don't nobody want to be out here doing the same thing bro look bro Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun, bro. Cats been out here doing the same thing since the dawn of time, bro. Since the dawn of time. It's just now more out in the open. You can get caught nah. up and by close of business, Disagree. all your business on Facebook. 
Look, bruh, why you, th- bruh, okay, let me ask you, Troy, you from Martinsville? I'm listening to you, what would you got to say. Would you, would you date from Martinsville? When I was in Martinsville, yeah, I would. I wouldn't, because my, will I now? You want to know no. why? You want to know why he dated in Martinsville? Because he ain't have no app to swipe left and right on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, had okay, to fish, he had to fish in the pond that he was in. Okay. I'm going right. to tell you why I wouldn't date in Martinsville or any nobody should date where they from because I probably shouldn't be in our family's business, but my dad's <laughs> dad was a Rolling Stone, so I don't know who my cousin and who ain't. So now, he obviously fast. had it so he obviously had an issue with commitment. That's super facts. That's super facts. But Thanks for like, coming to my TED talk. No, seriously, like when I went to when I went like we would go to Greensburg, we would go to the neighboring cities. That were near us that would give an opportunity to, you know, to open up our dating pool. I dated somebody in Franklin County. Actually had a nice little, you know, six month relationship. And that was why. It. Because I met somebody that was dope in Franklin County when I was living. In I lived Franklin in County? <laughs> True. Like, why? Bro, it was super dope. Sometimes, only one because she moved away. Hey, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hate on places named Franklin. Your wife. I ain't, got, I, ain't got, I, ain't, I ain't gonna hate on place today, Franklin, bro. Yeah, you ain't gonna get me real. on your side with this one, Drew. I'm rocking with Troy, bro. Uh, yeah, now, all right, I'm gonna let that ride. Now, what I will say is though, because I like, I got some family members who are struggling with dating because dating inside of their city is not an option, which is completely fine. I understand, but what has happened is they limited themselves because they stunted their growth in life. And just limited to living within a small city. It's one thing to live in a small city and to like be exposed to the world. But I know people who live in a small city and are closed off. So they don't have any opportunity to get to anyone outside. For a prime example, I have a relative who has been trying to date for some 16, 20 years. And part of the reason is because he keeps finding the same type of women like this, this, the city, I hate to say this, but a lot of the cities produce the same type of people. You know what I'm saying? So ladies, if you looking for a dude and in one city, like you find each one is they probably boys or they got small circles that are uh, very similar to one another and fellas, the same thing. And I was trying to encourage him. I was like, Hey bro, won't you go to college? If you go to college, you may be able to find somebody there. Won't you find a a better job? You know what I'm saying? You might be able to find somebody there. Won't you like, you know, increase your value and then eventually the valuable, you will attract more valuable people around you. You feel what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I definitely feel what you're saying. But I do, I do think it's, I do think it's easier to date or find love with people that don't come where you, that aren't from where you're from. Like, so I'll use I'll use this as an use Drew's statement as an example because now that you explain it that way, I kind of agree with him. If you're from a larger city, that's a little bit easier to do, like to date where you're from, mm-hmm. because the city is so large. You know that it'd be hard to run into the same person twice. Facts. <clears throat> when you're from a small town like where y'all from, everybody know everybody, and then in most cases, it's only going to be a handful of attractive people anyway those handful of attractive people fighting for the same handful of attractive people. <laughs> so then everybody didn't date, everybody didn't date everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, if you come from a smaller town like that, it's probably going to be a lot easier for you to find love. If you look for someone that's not from the same city that you're from. But I think if you're from a larger area, a major city or something like that, you can definitely date 
uh, or find love in those spaces without necessarily feeling like you got to find them from somewhere else. But I do think it's funny now how uh, digital dating is so common because back in the day, you would have got clowned if you met a person on the Internet. Oh, facts. Like if you had met somebody on the Internet or found love on the Internet, people was quick to talk about you. Oh, you found them on dating. You using dating apps, using dating sites. And now people got whole apps dedicated to connection, you know what I'm saying, and and, uh, finding love and all that. Now it's commonplace. So it's not even like a would you be willing now? It's almost like a when when is it my time? Right. I I feel you. I'm not I'm not mad at people who do it. I judge them. But I ain't mad at people who do it. <laughs> Yo, uh, that so I'm a, I'm gonna steal the I'm gonna steal the you with it or no and change the topic now that we we talk about this thing and I'm gonna say uh, since we're not even I'm not even gonna ask you with it or no about if you use a dating app or not because the answer is yes people will use dating apps I don't care what Troy say. If he, at his age, if he needed to, he would use one. I would so. if if I was in a dating scene right now, I would definitely definitely use, use one. App. I know I you would, would definitely use one. So that's not even going to be the wither and all. The wither and all that I have is: Would you date somebody or be involved with somebody that someone you know has been involved with? Okay, define involved and and say that. Say hold on. Say that question again. Flesh it out a little bit more for me. Okay. If we we talk about being from the same city, if yes. you're from the uh, find someone in the same city, would since we already saying that the dating pool is small, would you be willing to date someone or be involved with someone if they had already been with someone that you know or are close to? If the uh, options are already no. lim- if the options are already limited, <laughs> I mean, would I think you no be and close to are two different things. I mean, like. Like in high school, man. Like everybody dated. Everybody. All right, let me change like, it. Let me know? change it. Let me reframe the question then, because I know what angle Drew about to take. Would you be willing to date or be involved with someone if they have been involved with someone that you're close to? If your options are already against, limited, I think this goes <laughs> against what we just discussed in the previous podcast. I think this goes against bro code. Like, bro, I, I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Like, for like for example. If if one of y'all had dated, okay, everybody obviously is not married because I ain't trying to have cats hemmed up. But if y'all had <laughs> dated somebody and y'all had like a three year stint, I, nah, bro. All right, so truth be told, I did that. See, I didn't know I did that, that, but that, I'm just saying. Go ahead, Troy. Tell us your story. Uh, I actually did that a few <laughs> times. So y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us your story, Troy. First, let's start in high school. I started dating uh, my girlfriend in high school. We dated for my junior. Let's see, I was a junior, senior. No, I was a senior. Then a, I think it was like two and a half years. Um, when I started dating her, everybody was like, "You, you know, that was your boy's girlfriend." I was like, "No, I didn't." They dated for a month, <laughs> so it was like they they didn't they didn't get to like. They didn't get to bond with one another or, or anything like that. And I even asked, I was like, yo, how close were y'all? It was like, man, we talked on the phone like two or three times and we just realized it wasn't going to work out. And I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? And then I asked my boy, you straight, you cool? He was like, yeah, man, I'm cool. It was a little bit of jealousy, but he was cool. And in and, and, and college, everybody, I went to a small college. It's just like Elsie, just like Elsie. Um, and 
um, Lynchburg College or University of Lynchburg as it is now. And uh, it was a small college. So if you dated inside of the school, more than likely your homeboy probably dated them. And um, I had a lot of seniors and upperclassmen mad at me my freshman year because uh, I came in pulling a girl. <laughs> and uh, a lot of them was mad because I was getting the girls that they couldn't get. And um, That's the most that, light-skinned thing Troy has ever said on the podcast. Absolutely, bro. He definitely hey, got in his light skin. That's bag. the most light-skinned thing you said, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, first of all, it wouldn't. If you said it, Melvin, it wouldn't be light skin. It would be. It would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, we'd be celebrating you. But because I say it like that, oh, I, it's because I'm a light skin. Hey, bro, it's that was the most light skin thing that you've ever said. I'm not saying. Hey, that. bro, you even squinted your eyes when you said it, bro. <laughs> I did not, and we're gonna watch yes, the replay. Hey. We're gonna watch the replay. <laughs> Troy, Troy's at that joint stealing people's girl. Yeah, man, but um, and in in those situations is like, hey, man, you know, you had your chance, now I got my chance, and and got dudes have done it to me too. Here's the thing, I moved on when I when when I moved when I when I broke up with homegirl, I moved on, and I told y'all the story about a, about the dude to try to date my ex girlfriend. The only reason why I tried to prevent them from dating is because she was broken. <laughs> and he and I ain't want him. Don't laugh. I'm trying to be for real. She was broken, and I didn't want him to. to I don't get think you could be calling people broken like that, bro. I don't think you should. I don't think you could do that. Look, it's now I'm turning yeah. into y'all. I'm turning into y'all. Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning into y'all because Toxic Mel would have let that ride like three weeks ago. I would have said, you know what? She is broken, Troy. She was broken, bro. Hey, I think it I think it really depends though, especially if you come from a small a small town. And I think kind of like what Troy was saying, I think depending on depending on the situation. Depending on the situation and the level of level of the relationship uh that those people were in, right. like what Drew was talking about. I don't be like as close as me and me and Drew are, if I was a single man and he was engaged to someone previously, I don't think I would pursue a relationship with someone that he used to be engaged with. Uh or something like that. But of course the bro code conversation we had, you know, last week, if there was ever somebody that he was quote unquote messing with, but wasn't as serious about, you know, uh, emotionally. And I was like, yo, what's up with that? <laughs> he would be like, do what you want, do whatever you want. Or no, nah, I'm holding on to that or something like that. Then that's a whole different story. I think it depends on the situation, but I don't think it should be off limits because I know plenty of people who shouldn't have even been messing with who they were messing with to begin with and probably should have been, you know, interested in a friend or whoever. But then because of all these stupid political things that we do in friendships where people are off limits, now you can't really find what you probably needed from somebody because you worried about something that don't even matter no more. Yeah. That's so true. Drew looks disgusted by this conversation. Nah, bro. I look, man. Like I said, man. It depends on the situation. I mean, I'm not trying to be petty, but I had like a two year stint where every joint I hollered at, somebody was trying to go back behind me. So I, I just charge it to the game. But yeah, you do you fall know, in love. You do fall in love fast. First of all, whoa, backpedal, bro. <laughs> no, bro. See, bro. See, this is why. This is why male is toxic because he doesn't like to. He doesn't like to admit the real about the situation. 
I could have even winked at a joint. And there was a time that if I even looked at it, there was somebody that was right behind me that tried to holler at the same That's joint. The I shouldn't be calling. I shouldn't be calling women joints. I apologize. Somebody they tried joints. to holler at. Go ahead. Forgive Melvin. It was always somebody. <laughs> it was always somebody who was trying to follow my tracks. So, but yeah, man. Like it. Like I said, it just depends on the level of engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like. If y'all, yo, man, if my boy took you to meet his mama, I, I can't do that. I met my boy's mama too. <laughs> That's toxic, bro. What are we talking about? Hey, bro. Yo, man, I think what I what I wouldn't what I what I don't like is is what Drew was touching on. Like, if you see me starting to talk to somebody, don't be bro. like, oh. Somebody found interest in her. Let me let me creep up behind and try to find interest at the same time. Man, where is your competitive spirit, Troy? Huh? See, where's your competitive spirit, bro? Troy, what's wrong with Troy? Let me tell you my story, Troy. Troy, let me tell you my story, bro. I don't mind. I don't mind the competitiveness. My thing is, and this, and I I remember this distinctly in college. There was, um, I'm not gonna say how many, but it was, it was, it was some women that I was pursuing. But no one wanted to talk to them because they were afraid to make that first step. Then I took the first step and they like, oh, snap. Like she opened the dudes. Well, let me try to let me try to crack on. Them. Why are you trying to crack on? I'm I'm in the process right now. Thank you. Do Troy. you believe do you believe in your rap, Troy? Now, here's the <laughs> do, do you believe in your rap, Troy? No, 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 no. Do you believe I in your rap, you, Troy? And you may get me confused. I was not afraid that they was going to take the person I was talking to, mm-hmm. um, because my game was that strong. Come on, Troy, get in that bag, Troy. Get in that bag, Troy. Get in that bag, Troy. But what I was upset about was you supposed to be my man's. You sp- thank and, you, Troy, and you, and you watching me about to like potentially start something up. Why are you gonna creep up behind? Thank you, Troy. But see, that was what happened when you know what I'm saying got that mentality. These for everybody but if i clearly get into a group form of communication and i say this is what i'm on the only other thing i could do is have a airplane have a banner behind it and say hey i'm on this and then immediately once i do that you in that person's dms that's problematic now look i will also say this too i'm not saying i own this woman i'm not saying that she's my property i want everybody to i want everybody to know that she is free to do whatever she would like you're to do. You're just making your claim in, I'm, in terms of your friend group. In terms of your friend group, you're making your claim. And, it's okay and, to make and, a claim. Everybody do everybody do that at some point. So our casting even women lots. Do that. What is, what's the biblical term? Casting lots? That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> put it in a way that y'all understand it. It's just it's I'm just, pretty sure that's not the same thing. <laughs> I hate Melvin. It's making claim. That's all it is. Just like, you know, pointing it out. I did it to Sharita. We was in the in the uh, guy group, uh, and the girls would come around. I look at everybody like I'm on that. That's me right there. I hadn't even done anything with it, but I'm letting everybody know that's where I, that's where I'm going with it. But I'm not like I'm not like y'all. I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily get offended if you you know by the whole thing because I I believe in my rap, you know, uh, and I enjoyed the competitive nature of it, you know, so. Unless we but already Melvin. in a committed relationship, and then I catch you in the DMs, that's a whole nother. 
whole nother but conversation. Melvin, let me ask you this question though. Now this is what used to happen to me. Dudes would okay, we competing. All right, I'm cool. But in our competition, don't bring my name up and then throw dirt oh, yeah, on my name. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now see, that's just that's just lame. There was a dude from New Orleans who uh dang I'm telling all my stories. It was a dude from New <laughs> Yo, Orleans. He shoot sure shoot shots, boy. Hey, Troy, uh look, we unpacking this baggage right I'm now. I'm letting Come you on, know Troy. right now. So Bridgewater College was right beside Mary well, it was about twenty minutes away from the school called Mary Baldwin University. Action. Which straight action. Which is an all girls school. So we would all go to the same parties and stuff. So it was one girl from Mary Baldwin. I made her laugh and I was like, Oh, you laughed? You need to give me your number. She did. We started talking. Well, she started telling me, hey, um, um, New Orleans boy keep telling me stuff about you. I'm like, what is he talking about? And this is supposed to be my boy. Or at least he claiming he's supposed to be my boy. Yeah, New Orleans keep telling me this. New Orleans, they used to call him Gold Mouth because he, uh, he had bottom goals. <laughs> Gold Jesus Mouth Christ. keep talking about you, bro. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, bro, wh- why you, why you, man, she lied, man, she lied. And then you, then you, now you lie, not, not only are you talking on me, but then you lying on me too at the same time. It's like, bro, that's dirt, that's dirty. What you do to him, Troy? Hey, it was fair game. What, I mean, what it, you do to him after you heard he was salting you though? After I, I, I let it, I ain't gonna lie, I let it slide. What I did, what happened is eventually he started doing more and more stuff. And then one day he got in my face and I took, I, we was on a football field. I took all my equipment off. I said, what hit me then? Oh, you fronted him? Because I'm, about, I'm about to jack you up right now. And this was in the middle of a game, bro. I, we was in a game and it got, and it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I snapped on homie. The whole team had to hold me back. He got scared and got punked and started sitting on the bench. Getting that bag, Troy. Bro, hey, Gold Mouth, you know what it is, man. If you listening to it, if you watch it right now, you know what it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, man, we need to get into this word of the week, man. We already in. Yo, I'm in that bag. Yo, we third, we thirty minutes here, bro. But no, I feel you. I feel what you're saying, bro. I feel what y'all talking about. It, it would be, it would be the salt, the salt game that would, that would probably, you know, piss me off. You know, like if you want rap, that's cool. Believe me, you rap, but don't try to. You know, do that to me. You're only making me look better anyway if you do that. I feel like when Facts. people start salting you, I feel like it only helps you. You know what I'm saying? Because why are you going so hard to put something on me instead of focusing on yourself? Facts. Sell yourself. Don't try to, you know, that's how that's how I look at it. But, but don't how, listen to that, me. With dudes with no game, that's all they got. Only thing they got is to put down somebody else instead of elevating themselves. I uh actually like the subject matter we had. That's why I didn't rush us off to nothing else. Uh, but we could jump into the the word of the week, uh, real quick. I know that Drew is really excited to share this word with me. Uh, he said it was gonna change my life, so I'm excited to hear what it is. Go ahead. What's up, everybody? Uh, I ask that you keep uh, my boy Mel in your prayers. He needs as much as he can get every week. I ain't gonna turn down no prayers. The word of the week. Or the wow, as I like to call it, for this week is didactic. Oh my, didactic. didactic. I've actually heard of that. I've heard of that. I'm going straight to Google. So that's going to be D I D A C T I C. So it has a couple of meanings. Wait, uh, say that first again. One is spell it again. Didactic. <laughs> <laughs> Run that spelling back real quick. D I D A C T 
T-I-C. Okay, I'm with you now. Google found it. All right. Designed or intended to teach people something or usually disapproving, used to describe someone or something that tries to teach something such as proper or moral behavior in a way that is annoying or unwanted. So Melvin's uh, explanation on why he likes competition is didactic. So it's it's a it's a noun. It's, it's an adjective. It's an adjective. <clears throat> it's a it's descriptive. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm bu- I'm building my education right now. Because you you just said that it was didactic. So the way you put so it, so basically, so basically, he is trying to teach something that's proper, but it's in an annoying way or unwanted. Yeah, in a patron patronizing way, as this Webster Merriam just informed me. Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm explaining something in a patronizing way. Correct. I'm patronizing y'all by telling y'all. Basically, all right, I'm fine with that. So, what made you come up with this word of the week? Did you did you see a didactic situation going on? I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. Sometimes I be Googling just to get some inspiration, but sometimes I just pull a word out my head, bro. I normally think about a situation where I'm in a group of people and I use a word and it gets quiet. And I know that's a good word to pick. Mm, I got you, bro. That's a word that's one thing me. I'm trying to work on is not trying. I, I don't want to be didactic. I don't even know if I'm using the word right. But uh, when I'm interacting with people, I don't want people to think that uh, I'm trying to be smarter or better than them. I'm genuinely, I genuinely care and I want what's best for them. However, because a lot of people today think that when somebody tell you to do something right or wrong, that they trying to be, say that they better than you. That's not the case at all. In my case. Can we just be real? I think we live in a time space that people, I used to think people didn't want to get education, like formal education or training, Mm -hmm. but we live in a space where people want ignorance. Like they do not want to know more. Because mm. it disrupts whatever reality that they're living in. That's a bar right there. Go ahead, finish. I'm gonna let you finish, bro. You touching on <laughs> yeah, the people bro, you right gotta, now, bro. You gotta Go keep ahead. rapping through the through the hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you That's, gotta go that through that. Bro. Nah, bro. That's nah, gas, bro. I've gas, been looking bro. at I've been looking at battle rap, bro. Sometimes they'll just <laughs> they bask in it, bro. That's gas, they'll bro. bask in that joint. But um, <laughs> but nah, man. Like cats want to live in like uh, blissful ignorance, and when you try to educate somebody, because I mean, my benefit is that my friends are older than me, you know what I'm saying? Like as evident right as evident right now. And so like when somebody puts me on to be like, yo, man, I don't think that's a really good move. People who are in my age bracket, I try to bless them how I've been blessed. Or I got older parents, so to speak, or older brother. Then it comes off as if you know everything. And it's just like, nah, my homie just told me how he literally fell in this uh pothole. He's trying to educate me on not to do that. So quick example, I'm looking for a new MacBook. I knew that I needed to go talk to uh, a certified Apple specialist. So I hit up mail. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, bro. <laughs> hey, Apple you know, owe me they, some money for real, though. But go ahead. They absolutely do, bro. If you ask mail, hey, man, my FaceTime not working. He will get you up and running in 15 minutes or less. But my point is, is that, um, you know, a lot of my mentors, they tell me, yo, my gift or or what puts me ahead is I'm willing to ask for help. And so people just don't want to ask for help. They want to operate in whatever ignorance that they're in. And so um, it's frustrating, man, because if you have any desire to want more, know more, live more, experience more, you look down upon, especially when you come from a place like my hometown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, I feel I that one hundred percent because when I used to have big big ambitions, uh, I ain't gonna say when I lived in Lynchburg because I came to Lynchburg with them. I always had a pretty ambitious spirit because. You know, how I grew up as a kid, I always knew when I got older, I definitely didn't want to do none of the stuff I experienced, you know, in poverty. Um, <clears throat> so I always had, you know, big ambitions. And, and even now, like, uh, I actually think that to to a point, that's one of my, uh, I'll say, toxic traits or faults. Uh, I'm so focused on getting to where I'm trying to go that I sometimes forget to enjoy where I am, you know, right mm, now. Uh, that's real. And, you know, people used to always try to make me feel bad about having big ambitions. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really need all that or you ain't got to do all that. You know, well, simple living is cool, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, that's cool if that's cool with you, but that's not good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. average isn't good enough for me. Like, uh, there's only, like, and I say this and I'm not being funny. There's only two things in my life that I'm afraid of and that's heights and mediocrity. You know, like, mm. I don't want to be average. I don't want to be, you know, uh, subpar in any way, shape or form, you know? So I'm always actively pursuing you know, personal development, growth, you know, whatever have you. But, you know, that gene was a hurt piece, you know, in Lynchburg, especially, you know, I talk about it all the time when I was fighting so hard to get out of there because I knew I was never going to be able to be who I was supposed to be, you know, being there. There was just nothing there for me that was going to allow me to maximize my uh, life's value, my life worth, all that. Like, I knew I was always going to be stagnant being in that place. And for whatever reason, it just took me forever to get out of that space. And I kept talking about it, kept talking about it, kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And then it got to a point where people started making fun of me for it. Like, oh, you've been talking about leaving for years. It ain't happened yet. Or you you were supposed to be doing this. You ain't done it yet. And then looking up and watching all my friends leave, mm. you know, and I'm trying really hard to do something. And it just seems so easy for everybody else. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm struggling trying to get this drink. And niggas is just like, hey, yo, I got a job. I got whatever. I'm out. You know, I'm about to go do this thing. I'm taking this action. I'm doing whatever. And it was hard for me to keep my head about my dreams, you know, and stay focused, you know, stay focused on it and not give up or not let go or not whatever. And I was never jealous of nobody. I never hated on nobody. I actually never hate on any of my friends for progressing. And if you ask them, I actually showed up to help every single last one of them move, you know, when it was time for them to go, you know, because that's the type of seed that I wanted to, you know, sow with them. Like it wasn't that's, happening for me. That's fire. That's you know, fire. Like it wasn't happening for me, but I wasn't going to hate on their progress, you know, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I say all the time, a win for my team is a win for me, you know, because that's the type of people, you know, that I get to be in communion with. But, you know, I feel that 100% Drew when it's like you believe in something so bad or you want something so bad and people try to make you feel bad for it. Yeah. You know, like even now, I still feel like people try to turn me down at times or like I'm too passionate about you know, things I'm like, I, I ain't passionate or I ain't passionate about nothing that I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, like I live this, <laughs> I live this situation. Like I'm talking about my life. Like mm-hmm. I ain't, you know, this ain't secondhand information. Like I don't talk about everything I've been through, but I done been through some stuff. So when I have big ambitions, it's cause you know, I, I ain't gonna say I deserve it, but I'm just gonna say, you know, like I earned the right to have this ambition because mm-hmm. the type of things that I've had to deal with, I mean, if, like I said, if it's cool for you, it's cool for you, but it ain't never going to be good enough for me. Um, Bro, I wish I had the soundboard so I could sound it off when you said that you wanted to sow a seed in other people's lives. Man, that is a bar because exactly, bro, because what happens, I believe what happens is when when if someone else were in your situation, they would have started hating on other people because of the moves that they making. And they would have gotten to their jealousy bag and would have inwardly like 
had some animosity for them, for them. But instead, what you did was, you know, it's like, you know what? You guys are achieving what I want to achieve. Let me help you achieve what you want to achieve. And then with the hopes of, you know, this is this is even you think that you was you were putting seeds in other people's lives, bro. You were planting seeds in your own. Cause you, cause in every box that you picked up in order to put onto a, um, to a, uh, to a, um, to a truck or something like that, you was like, yo, this is going to be me. This is going to be me. And eventually it's going to be me. I don't know when, but it's going to be me. Yeah, bro. That's fire. Hey, that's fire. You know, I'm gonna keep it a buck and Mel, I hope, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. if We make this uh kind of slight pivot towards leadership, but you know, as men, now, this is the Manly Deeds podcast. It's like, I think one of the things that used to frustrate me, and Mel used to say this a lot, was is like, some people don't know how to be a brother, or some people don't know how to be a friend. And that joint used to frustrate me because it's like, you know, who has to teach you how to be a decent, moral human being? Um, and it goes back to, you know, Troy, what I sent you the other night, you know, Cain versus Abel. And I'm not necessarily trying to, you know what I'm saying, get biblical or whatever the case may be. But it's really like a beautiful parallel for what we experience in life, because, you know, the issue between Cain and Abel is that Cain literally couldn't stomach the fact that his less was not better than Abel's best. Come on now. So we get in all these situations, bro, where it's the killing of our Abel and we have to choose. Am I going to be an Abel like male? I'm going to help somebody's ability to do something, to get somewhere else and to produce. Or am I going to be a Cain? Because I'm not making the best use out of my 24 hours. I'm not making the uh, the best out of the opportunities that's been given to me. I'm not doing anything with what's been provided to me, whether you call yourself a Christian or not. But then you out here hating on cats who don't do it. Like I remember, I ain't going to tell a lot of Mel's business, but Mel uh, made a very, very um, significant purchase and acquired something. And I had a little bit of jealousy. And I was like, yo, either I can sit here and hate or I can ask him how he how he did this. So then when he pulling up the functions, I ain't sitting here looking like, you know what I'm saying? I just left, you know, a soccer game and I got high C punch <laughs> and soccer balls in the back of the whip. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like that joint is like a it's a horrible leadership trait where I've been under these leaders that still got a spirit of cane. They jealous about what they haven't done, how they don't make the best of their talents, they don't make the best of their uh, abilities. And what and the last thing I say is what Mel said was a bar is, is that a win for me is a win for him. And it's the same thing with Cain and Abel. You know what I'm saying? Cain, he was the farmer. Abel tended to the sheep. You're not going to sit here and tell me that there wasn't a, symbi- a symbiotic relationship between the two where Abel benefited from the vegetables or from the farm that Cain Facts. had. But Facts. Cain also uh, benefited from the fertilizer that uh, Abel's uh, animals left. So it was a symbiotic relationship. So when you act out of jealousy and you act out of a fashion where you're hating on your man's, you cutting off the hand that's feeding you because y'all yeah. can both benefit. But because of your anger, you're going to end up putting yourself in a situation where you're not going to receive a blessing by your man getting elevated. Yeah. Yes. You in All that bag, baby. You in that bag, baby. <laughs> you, you in, in that, that bag. bag. <laughs> you in that bag tonight. You in that bag tonight. Yeah, bro. I and I I'm honestly um there, there's a battle rapper. He said, um, he said, cats always ask me why how I'm why I'm doing so good. Cause I'm hanging out with people who doing better than me. Goods. Facts. Good said that joint, bro. That joint was <laughs> fire when he said that Goods. joint too. Um he said that and and it, and it made me realize it's like, yeah, bro, 
if someone is doing better than you glean from them instead of hating on them because you could benefit from some insight that they that they trying to they might be able to spill to you man hey bro the philosopher dave Chappelle made a skit where keeping it real can go wrong mm. bro just bro just 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 glean bro somebody had to learn from somebody bro just pick somebody's brain man it's always you ever sometimes feel like you in a uh imaginary competition with other people but they the ones in competition and you ain't even playing the game hey bro hey man hey man i know i just hey man hey bro man why'd you do that dog come on bro like you they're in a they're an imaginary competition with you about something that you're not even competing at like you're that me me just living makes them get in a get in a bag where they feel like they're trying to do something to keep up with me and i'm not even looking at them like that you know, they looking at it like it's a game, like it's a competition. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm living. You know, what I'm saying, I'm like, I'm right. You know, I'm chilling. <laughs> I posted a meme on uh, Instagram not too long ago, like the stuff that y'all brag about. I did in private and didn't say nothing. Mm. You know, what I'm saying, so I'm not even, I'm not even on what you on. Like, I'm not even trying to compete. I'm not saying that I'm not in competition with nobody else because I think that's a lot. I think we all in some sort of competition. Obviously, we live in a capitalistic society, especially if you live in America. So we all in, in competition for something. But I'm not competing with the people that's next to me, mm-hmm. if if you understand what I'm saying. Like, uh, what my what my J. Cole said, and tell the people at the top, we want your spot. We are for real. And we heard you got a lot, but like them socks be on your heels. So I'm looking like I'm three steps ahead of, of where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even... If, if we on the same wavelength, I'm not competing with you because I'm trying to get past where we are right now. So I don't even know why you're looking at me like. One you thing, know, I, like one thing I've come to understand, bro, is that, and I'm about to get in my anime bag. I don't know if we ever got into anime on this show, but I'm about to get in my anime bag. I know that I am Vegeta. I know I'm Vegeta. And there's a bunch of Gokus out here. I there's one particular Goku that I know. This cat, and if anybody know, if you don't know anything about the relationship between Goku and Vegeta, Vegeta is a prince. He's a prince of the Saiyans. This cat's supposed to be like the most elite of the Saiyans. Well, there's a lower class person who has elevated beyond him. And he is so Vegeta is so jealous of this person who's elevated beyond him, which is Goku. He is always trying to get to his level. <clears throat> and while at the same time, I'm trying to strive for other people's level and not trying to do it in an evil manner like like Vegeta does. But I, I've come to realize like my homeboy specifically, like, bro, he is he's in Super Saiyan Blue already. He's hit, matter of fact, he's hit Ultra Instinct. It, that's the highest form of Goku right now. <laughs> I'm still I'm still in. Troy. I'm still in uh, Super Saiyan God right now, Red. I'm still in Super Saiyan Red. Now, I'm not where he is, but daggone it, I'm trying to progress, and I ain't where I used to be. I'm not where I'm, where I, not where I used to be. And he not necessarily is my goal, but he is my motivation, and I have proof that, hey, I can if he can elevate, I can elevate too. Now, at the same time, what keeps me humble is realizing that there are a bunch of people behind me who see me as Goku and they are Vegeta. And so what that actually gives me motivation to say, all right, because I'm the goal for some people, I want to make sure that I'm on point for the things that I'm doing. And a lot of people, yo, man, I I ain't gonna lie. I struggled with this at one point. Um, 
a lot of people are are jealous and and they they have in their mindset that you're better than them but it's like no i've never did anything or said anything to say this make you think that i'm better than you i'm i don't feel no, as though Troy, I'm better than you. they think that you think you better right i ne- i never thought that i never thought that i was better than anybody i'm just trying to do the best me instead of thinking that, that i'm huh talk about it I'm, I'm i'm with you i'm agreeing with you go ahead and instead of me instead i'm not i've never thought anything less of you if anything you know i there are some things that i admire about you and if you've ever thought that i perceive myself to be better than you can you can you approach me and let me know because that was never the case i i never wanted to put on airs you know what i'm saying hey i'm not gonna lie to y'all I definitely know that I'm better than other people. <laughs> not to, not let me let is, me say. I it, knew you was gonna say let that. Let me say it. Let me say it this way. I don't mean it the way that y'all mean it. I don't mean better in the sense of entitlement, higher, uh, elevated, higher than them, etc. When I say better than them, I'm talking about uh, my ability to situations. Perform, uh, yeah, situations to perform yeah. and, and those type of things. So I definitely believe that I'm better than other people. You know, in that regard, but I'm not walking around with my nose up at people looking down on them. I, I'm Facts. not saying it from that from that standpoint. Facts. Yo, one one thing I definitely want to add, um, especially as it relates to like you know what I'm saying, like the uh, the um, you know chores like his anime bag. You know what I'm saying. First of all, if you didn't watch Dragon Ball Z as a childhood, um, I'm gonna put you on my prayer list at the top. <laughs> we think less of you. In, in, in the middle. <laughs> I, I'm judging you, um, <clears throat> but um. Whether you want to use like Vegeta or whatever the case may be, you know, like if you <clears throat> if you paid attention to the character development of the whole story, you know what I'm saying? The frailty of his humanity got in his got in the way of his ability to do things. And I think mm. that, you know, when we talk about leadership and we talk about like being a man or we talk about being a brother, you know, like we all have humanity. But when you don't recognize or have self-awareness to recognize how all fragile we are or the frailty of our humanity it gets in your uh, in your way to, to do things you can't function you can't focus on the things you're supposed to you can't you know uh cultivate friendships you know keep those friendships and grow them make new friendships or connections because you haven't gotten to the point where you've gotten over yourself and so if you remember at the end of the arc of the majin Buu saga vegeta finally got over himself at the end and was like hey bro goku better than me bro Fast. Like you know, what I'm saying he was like, "Yo, he had he had more than me, bro. He put his he put it he uh, he put his heart into his family. You know, he trained harder, he did better. Like he had better intentions. Like, yo, you better than me. So if you you know, what I'm saying like watch GT or then you watch Super. You know what I'm saying? You can see that their relationship change. And you know, my relationships change after I recognize like, yo, I'm being insecure right now, or I'm you know I'm doing this right now, whatever the case may be, and I remember this. Uh, it was illegal, so I ain't gonna put my man's out here like that. But there was a time where he asked me, "Are leaders made or are they born?" And I still struggle with that concept in my mind because I think that you can get leadership traits, but I'm at the point now where I'm thinking, "Yo, either you got it or you don't." I mean, we could look at our last president and see either you got it or you don't, because <laughs> we're still dealing with the ramifications of bad leadership and somebody who had all the people around him telling them how to do the job. But he couldn't do it. So it's just like, yo, man, you you as a man, you have to get self-awareness about yourself. Mel is definitely right. I don't have my nose up in situations, but like 
um, at my job, I just got us a $12,000 grant uh, for Kroger gift cards for the community uh, for the next 12 months. I ain't trying to brag, but nobody else at my job would be able to do that. That's hey, just man. me. That's hey. my gift. Hey, Drew, do me a favor real quick. You got some dust on your shoulder. Go ahead and brush that off. <laughs> so you Talk just got to you got. Talk you to just got to learn your learn your gifts, man. Stay in your lane. I like, bro. Like, I can't. For example, bro. If I could learn how to dress like male, I would have no more complaints for the rest of the life, bro. I would well, have no you, more complaints, bro. Well, Melvin also has the privilege of being a skinny. So, hey, that is. Melvin can definitely shop at H and M. Those are facts. I do shop at H and M, but they also have a husky. <laughs> <laughs> I do shop at H and M, and you probably shop at Express too. I they do shop no at I us. do shop at H and M, but they also have been expanding the husky man uh, fabric. So go out there, test your test your test your language. Uh, <laughs> I don't shop at Express for Ben. I'm not that skinny, and I'm not really a skinny per se. Um, I have like sleek. Coat. I have skinny tendencies. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm a. I'm a skinny anymore. But he wears mediums. Um, uh, we we were going we were going to get into leadership and talking about that same subject that you you was talking about uh, asking if leaders are born or made. But I think that. A lot of the statements that Drew had made tonight is taking us in a different direction, especially in terms of like ambition in our relationships with our friends and how we view ourselves and yeah. other people in their lives. And I think we should stay there because you're making some, you know, good points and we digging deep into that subject. Um, and I think this is going to be an eye opener for some other people. And I think one of the things that you said um, just a couple of seconds ago was about self-awareness and recognizing mm -hmm. that, you know, Maybe I'm being insecure right now or maybe, you know, I'm overthinking the situation. You know, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me, you know, whatever. And I'm trying to say, figure out how to way, a way to say it without offending the masses. Um, <clears throat> say it. Bump say it. it. I'm going to just I'm gonna, say it the I'm, way we, you want to say gonna it. We're just going to talk about it. If we need to edit it out, we'll edit it out. No, nah, don't edit me. Don't turn me down, Troy. Um, <laughs> it's it's just like it's it's the hating aspect. Let me let me let me po do it this way. Pose it as a question: How do you how do you handle a situation where uh, your ambition seems to be in someone else's uh, hands? What you want, someone else is living. <sighs> Yo, naked, that naked, is naked, that the, the 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 thing that you want. You're watching somebody else live. How do you stay? How do you keep yourself from not hating or being jealous or you know what I'm saying envious about that situation? How do what do you do? What bag do you got to get in to stay like focused on your own you know situation? Uh, to say like you know that's good good for them, but my time is gonna come anyway. And I don't necessarily know if I have the answer because I think the only reason that I was able to do that with my friends is because they were my friends, you yeah. know, so I always wanted, wanted great things for them just like I wanted it for me. So I think it was easier because I was close to them to not be jealous by, you know, what they had or whatever. But I don't know how I would, you know, really react if I was watching somebody else maybe that I'm not as close with or don't even really like. You know, living the life, living the life that I want, or just you know having all the stuff that I'm uh, aspiring to get. 
So when you say in their hands, you mean not like yo, you depended upon them for your success, but they currently possess what you want. Yeah. How do you basically? Yeah, exactly. Yo, I will tell you, yo, like one of the main, like I'll be super transparent and vulnerable. Like people ask me, why did I get off Instagram? Um, right after I got offline, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? When I pledged alpha, I got like these influx of like follows, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I definitely enjoyed it for quite some time. However, I started hating because I would see cats out here like my age in college traveling to all these different places, Dubai, Maldives, like whatever. And I couldn't like rationalize in my head. Yo, how are you pulling this off? Like, what Like, what are you doing <laughs> that I'm not doing? Like, how are you getting to these spots? Now, first I learned that this is out here scamming, but that's... that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's another conversation for another time. But I got in my Jay-Z bag early. I got off of Instagram before it was cool to get off of Instagram, and they started ratioing cats. But however, my point is, is that I knew that I wanted to travel, and I think, if y'all don't know, my dream is to travel the world, spread the gospel, and take photos while I'm doing it. But I realized in order for me to do that, like I had to have like a tiered process in my brain. How do I get from point A to point B to point C to point Z? And I realized I'm going to have to diversify my income. Me having a nine to five is not going to afford me the type of lifestyle where I could work from some random hut in the middle of the Maldives while I'm sipping a mojito. It's just not going to work. So I had to devise a plan for myself how I was going to get to these steps and get to these things. And I think I'm like one third there, you know what I'm saying? Like in my career path. However, it's just no point in me hating on somebody else because I don't know their personal sacrifices on how they on how they got there. Look at Joe Biden. Cash be like, yo, man, I want to be president. Joe Biden also lost his first wife and daughter in a horrific accident. And his son passed away in a very slow and painful way. If that's what it takes to be president, I'm I don't want that. good off that. Come bro, on, I don't want it. Hey, <laughs> I don't want that, now, bro. bro. Yo, really do be wanting what other people have and don't even know what they going through or what they had to go through to no. get what they got, bro. Facts, like people, bro. people like I hear Drew used to say it to me all the time. A couple other people used to say it to me all the day. Be like, bro, you know, uh, you need, you need to shut up about your life because you know, you, you got the family, you got the kids, you know, you, you, you got a, a attractive wife with nice teeth and all this other type of stuff. And I'm out here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here Dentine struggling, trying to find love and all that. Teeth. You know, so it's just like, yo, bro, you gotta you gotta shut up about your life. But I'm like, yo, you don't know what I had to go through to get to get to the life that I have right now. Like you don't Fact. know what I gotta do every day to sustain the life that I have, mm -hmm. you know, right now to be able to do, you know, what it is that I'm doing. And I used to get frustrated and not necessarily jealous because I'm like, you hating on me and the progress that I'm making and I'm doing everything by myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, a lot of y'all got help. Like your parents helping you with your bills, or they looking out for you, or you get your stay at your parents' house while you work and save up your little money and go do whatever you whatever it is that you want to do. Or if you you come up short on your bills or something, you could call your mom or dad and they'll bless you with something. Or you need a car and they trying to help you devise a plan to get the car, help you put down payment to get the car. And I'm sitting here like, I got to do all this by myself. It's dependent on me to make sure the rent get paid, to make sure I get a car, to make sure I do all these things, to make sure I sustain the people that I you know, have and created and got into relationship with. And I do all that by myself. And I get frustrated at the fact that you even hating on, on me. <laughs> you got more resources at your disposal than I do. If anything, like I tell people all the time, like I said, I'm better than other people. I always have been frustrated to the point where I feel like if I had the same type of help that other people get, even 10%, not even if I had the whole thing, like if I had 10% of the help that other people get, I'd be dogging you. And I mean that from the bottom of my soul, bro. 
<laughs> I mean that from the bottom of my soul. If you think that if you think that I'm doing something right now, if I had the type of help and resources that other people get on a day to day basis, Mel, talk your with talk. the type of ambition and drive that I got, this this thing that's beat to here, right? Mel, if I had the talk. type of help that y'all get, I would be dogging you. Talk your talk, Mel. So that joint be pissing me off when people look at me and it's like. Oh, I'm hating on you for what you got. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm struggling trying to get, trying to get to where I'm going. But it's image, bro. They, they not, they not attracted to the, they not attracted to the hustle. They attracted to the image. They not attracted hey. to the struggle. They attracted to the image. And the image but that you portray, goes... you know, you do a, a, a photo shoot with Miles, and that joint was fire too, by the way. You do a photo shoot with Miles, like man, he he lacing up his son's Jordans, man. I wish I, I mean, he got it made. You know what I'm saying? He got his wife, and they wearing matching t-shirts and walking down the street. They got it made, bro. You don't know the argument we just had before we came to do, to take this daggone photo that we got down here. You don't know the frustration it took for me to wake this kid up this morning to uh to you know to get to go to this photo shoot and Come stuff like now. that. Like you attracted to the image, you not attracted to the hustle. The hustle turns people off. But, yo, that goes back to what I was saying earlier, like, yo, with Cain and Abel, you see somebody's offering and you be like, yo, man, how they get this? You don't know what I had to do to get to this point, bro. You don't know, like for entrepreneurs, you don't know how I had to stay up at night, how I missed the club, how I missed this function. I'm saving up for a house. I couldn't go out with y'all to beat us, whatever the case may be. People only see the end result and they, you know what I'm saying? And they think that, boom, you got it like that. So, one, I'll take the time to publicly apologize to Mel because I would definitely be like, hey, bro. Your wife has commercial teeth, like Venti <laughs> Ice commercial teeth. Like Oh, you were talking about teeth. Drew the whole time. No, not just Drew. Hey. It'd be a, a lot of other people. Like, believe it or not, but it'd I'll be take a lot my of responsibility. other people, bro. Like, legit. But, it is, but, but what Mel is talking about is an assumption of wealth and an assumption of poverty. Because, <clears throat> you know, I, I say the same thing. People be like, yo, man, your mom and dad educated. Your brother on TV every week. I don't know why you going to therapy. You ain't got no problems. First of all, you have no idea, bro, the type of problems that I got on my plate. But right. it's an assumption of wealth. I deal with it in my current place of appointment. People be like, well, uh, they have more to lose than you. You can find another job, you know, uh, tomorrow with the same pay. With it. You assume based off the few uh, um, antidotal pieces of information that you have in my life that you are painting a whole picture, but you only got three pieces of the puzzle and the puzzle is 2000 pieces. You can't mm. tell me you got the whole picture. Mm. Mel, talk your talk. Drew, talk your talk. Y'all talking. Hey. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just out here. Don't trying, give me bro. hype, Troy. I'm just saying, bro, I, I had to go. I had to go through a lot of pain to even be halfway to my destination. I'm not even at the destination yet, bro. I'm still in the wilderness. If I'm being using biblical references like y'all, like I've been freed from Egypt, but I'm in the wilderness, bro. I haven't even made it to the promised land yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to get there. And I don't even hey, be, bro. I don't even be walking around acting like, you know what I'm saying? I got it all together. Like I could flex. There are some things that I could flex. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, uh, you know, in the time that I've moved from, you know, Lynchburg to Charlotte, I've almost, you know what I'm saying? Triple my income. You know what I'm saying? Not just, you know, toot my own horn or whatever, but I worked to get to that. You know what I'm saying? All the, the same reasons why I said I needed to leave the place to begin with. You know, Mel, so if you don't flex on these No, right bro, I'm now, just I'm just saying, flex bro. Flex on these 
right now, I'm, man. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like all the the holding on to believe all the the things I said about myself, all the steps that I took to get to where I, where I wanted to go. It took me a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? It's taking me a lot longer because of how I want to get there. Like I said, I want to do it my way. I want to be able to be 100% myself without compromising who I am and what I want to do and be able to still do what I want to do. And so I know it's going to take me a little bit longer to get there, but I'm just saying like since I've been, you know, in Charlotte, I pretty much number one, triple my income, you know what I'm saying? And my ability to do certain things, I haven't bought my house yet, but I'm sitting on the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to take the steps to do it, but I'm not sitting around walking around, flexing on people, throwing money around in their face or anything like that. It's just like, I don't understand what, what does it look like I have that you think I have (laughs) that I I don't even have yet? You know, like I don't even have it yet. So what are you what is it that you looking at me saying like, dang, I need to, I need to get what he's got. And you know what I'm saying? You don't even know what I, you know, I had to go through to get it. And I just, and I just reflect on that type of stuff all the time, bro. Like I legit, like I said on the podcast a few weeks ago, like there's nights where I'm not even sleeping because I'm trying to figure out my plan for tomorrow. Like it's still stuff that I, that I got to figure out because that's how bad I want it. But I don't even have all the stuff that I've, I feel like I should have yet. So while you sitting around looking at me like I need what he got, I'm sitting here like I don't even got all the stuff that I that I want right now. You know, mm. I'm trying to learn how to be happy with where I am and appreciate, you know, what I'm saying what I have. But this, you know, this ambition in me is just like this ain't it. I got to I got it's urgency. I got to make make that next thing, you know, what I'm saying happen. And, you know, uh, I'll say the only thing that that freed me up because I used to be really, really frustrated about it. And I was getting to the point where I, where I was like leaning on the point of depression because I had done everything that I felt like I could do. Like mm. I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm talking to God, like what else I got to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm like begging at this point. I'm like, tell me what I got to do. What else I got to do? Because mm. I done done everything. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to do. I done done all the stuff that they say you're supposed to do the right things, being changing my life around, changing my ways, my attitude, getting involved. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't done everything I'm supposed to do. What else I got to do? You know, and I just remember begging, 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 begging. And, you know, um, my dad put this into my spirit and, you know, because I was fussing to him about it. And he was just like, you know, son, uh, he was like, sometimes you're prepared for your destination, but your destination isn't prepared for you. And, uh, when he, when he said that joint to me, uh, it, you know what I'm saying? It stuck in my spirit. And, you know, he kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And at the time I was listening to him, but I was listening to him. But I was, you know, upset about it. And then, like I said, you know, get more frustrated, get more frustrated talking to God about it. Like, yo, I hear I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But you're going to have to show me, like, give me a peek or something. Like, give mm. me a little piece of <laughs> give me a, a glimpse of peek or something that's going to give me that that hope or that drive to keep pushing to the next day. Because I like I'm about to give up. Like, I never give up or anything, but I'm like real close to just saying, you know, it is what it is. It's never going to be me. It's never going to be whatever, you know. And then God put it into a tangible form for me when he talked about how uh, he goes before you to prepare a place. Mm. And I never really understood what that meant. Until it was put into the tangible for me. And I thought about when my son was being born, when I found out I was, you know, having a son and I did all the stuff to make sure he had a room and to make sure that in his room he had a bed and chairs and clothes Mm. and toys and food and all this, all the stuff that he needed to survive. Mm. I went before him to prepare a place so that when he got there, he had everything he needed. So then when it was time for me to go, like the situation with Charlotte, like I had tried for 15 years to get out of Lynchburg. But when it was time for me to go, it happened so fast 
that, you know, I, I got a job, an apartment <laughs> all in the same week, like the same week. And I moved within like 30 days. So I like I tried yeah. for 15 years to do something. And then when it was time to go, it took me 30 days. Yeah. You know, so it was just like <laughs> when it's your time, it's your time. That's why it's I just I don't time. hate on nobody. I don't hate on nobody no more. I'm just like, when it's my, when it's my turn, it's going to be my turn. So it's just like, I don't know why I don't, I ain't gonna say, I don't know why, I don't know why other people don't have that same, you know what I'm saying? Attitude respected to what Drew was talking about. Just like, why you got hate on me? Like, why you got to be jealous about whatever, you know, they got going on when is it, when it was your turn, you know, I was riding with you. I was there for you. Why you got, why you jealous about, you know what I'm saying? What I got It's it's just going, it's going to be your turn again. It's a- Bruh, it's a scarcity mindset because I'm afraid if you get yours, I ain't going to get mine. Facts. And for everybody who's listening, let me let y'all know this. Every episode, they call me wholesome, right? They call me wholesome. they like, Troy, we want to be like you. Troy, you help me be a better man. Let me tell you this. Melvin, this is how these men, this is the reason why I like sticking around with these dudes because it's other dudes doing better than me. That's how I'm doing good. <laughs> The reason why I say that for these two gentlemen specifically and Lace, who's who's not with us tonight, is um, I have one of those two things that Melvin mentioned. I, I have the ambition. I just don't have the urgency. I don't I don't I, I, I wholeheartedly admit it. I don't have the urgency. But when I hear Melvin speak, when I hear uh, about stuff that he's doing in his life and things that he's working on and things like that. And when I hear what what Drew is trying to get um, trying to do in his life and, you know, him up him trying to get these um, executive positions and stuff like that, it's like it makes me it's like, man, why? Why am I not? Why am I comfortable? You know, why? Why am I comfortable? Mm. Is this is this where I'm am I am I complacent? Is this where I'm supposed to be? It's one thing I have to ask myself a question. Um, Am I being complacent or being content? Because being content, it means that I'm okay with where I'm at and everything's going to be complacent. Um, yeah, complacent just means that I'm not willing to work for the next place where I need right. to get to. And honestly, I'm, I'm honestly, y'all guys, uh, and this is wholeheartedly, and I want y'all to hold me accountable. I feel complacent sometimes. I really do feel complacent. And um, I have these deep ambitions inside of me. And the crazy thing is, guys, and I and I have to admit this in front of you, too, is that I'm fearful of exploring the the unknown of Troy. Um, uh, my professor, well, not my professor, my um, grad program director said this to me in college because I had um, I wasn't fulfilling the, uh, the the stuff that the program what I was supposed to um, fulfill. And she said to me once, she said, Troy, you've never had to work for anything in your life. Everything's just been handed to you because you were that guy. And now you're having to work and now you're struggling. Mm. And when she told me that, bro, first of all, I was she shouldn't have said that at that moment. okay? because that was insulting. (laughs) But at the same time, she had every (laughs) right to say that joint because that's what I needed to hear. And um, I feel—I think I might have said this a couple podcasts ago. I feel like sometimes I've been failing upwards. Like I've just been like in the position to like grab onto something, and and I've just been doing well, but haven't been haven't been putting in the work. And so uh, I'm I'm thankful that you shared that, bro, because I, I do desire for more. I I do now. I will say this: I celebrate my brothers. Um, 
who are doing well, although I was hating on Mel when he said he makes three times more than his salary than he did before. <laughs> uh, I was like, dang, bro, you need to put me on at your job. But um, I, I do inspire to do to do more, man. I just I, I, I the the ambition. I, I much rather hey, I much I much rather watch uh, Netflix and come home and be laid up and booed up. You know what I'm saying? Versus putting in that work. Hey Troy, don't tell me Is that, bro. It? We about to get to it. You think I was, my wellness checks was different before? They definitely about to be different now, bro. So <laughs> yeah, you should have never told me that, bro. We we on it from we on it from here, bro. Go yeah. ahead, Drew. Hey. If you're struggling between figuring out, um, somebody dropped this. I'm not going to say their name, but uh, somebody dropped this in my life at Lynchburg. There's a thin line between being content and being complacent. Mm. And, um, you know, the balance of that is, again, self-awareness. Um, you know, I won't say his name. Somebody from my hometown is uh, battling homelessness. And I, you know, was talking to him about getting him some resources or whatever. And, um, you know, this gentleman is uh, about 12 years older than me. And uh, he told me, he was like, yo, man, I've seen what you've done from afar. And he was like, I admire you and I look up to you. And uh, it kind of was a humbling period or a space because, um, you know, I had to like take a step back and be like, you know what? I got to stop being so rough on myself and I have to um, be cognizant of the other people that are appreciative of the spot that I'm in. Um, Maybe I can take an opportunity to just bask where I'm at, you know, and be uh, cool with it. But it doesn't mean that I can't necessarily have my eyes on something else. So um, don't have a destination addiction. Always looking for the next thing. Um, be able to live in a moment, but also be able to think, you know, um, this is a good move. True. Yeah. So what's the moral of the story, fellas? The moral of the story. Life hard, bro. Life, Life is, is hard, Joe. <laughs> Life is hard. Life is hard, <laughs> bro. hard, bro. Yo, Life is hard. This this is the This is the thing that I thought about. Um, your perceived image of success is, is fake. And behind it is a whole bunch of work that you have to be willing to go through in order to even have this image. But to be quite honest with you, the image that you're, that you're trying to get, it ain't going to be easy. And what you, and what you, the part that you see, other people are going to see something different. Yeah. That's deep, Troy. Hey, yo, Drew, to just you know how somebody could say something so simple, but it speaks to your whole existence. Life is hard. <laughs> that Drake was like, <laughs> that Drake was like, yo, every piece of my soul felt that Drake, bro. Like, yeah, hey, bro, I life mean, is hard. Again, um, you know, not to shame anybody, but it's why some people choose not to finish the race, man, because it's tough, man. But um, you know, Troy, what's that joint? The race is not always given to the swift. Not mm. always given to the swift, my mm. guy. It's not. That's deep. Hey man, before we get out of here, uh I think this episode was good. We didn't talk about nothing we were supposed to talk about, but I feel like we got into so like we was in some bags tonight. Some bags. Like, we got into yeah. some stuff. Um, so I still think it was, you know, a good episode. So if you stuck around with us this long, as always, you know, we appreciate it. And uh we talked about this earlier, but I just wanna Give a quick shout out real quick to my man, uh, Adrian, uh, out in Zimbabwe. For those who don't know, this podcast is international, uh, which I just hey. learned, which I just learned recently. Uh, so if you're not uh, a regular listener, get with it to get lost uh, before we go up. Uh, no, this uh, guy named Adrian out in Zimbabwe uh, has been listening to the podcast, said, sent me an email. 
and said that he was on Spotify looking for some uh, man-led podcasts and came across ours. And, you know, I've been joking recently about how we only got 50 listeners a week. And uh, in his message, I'm going to read his message, so I don't mess up his words. Uh, But he just said, hey, my name is Adrian, uh, and I'm listening from Zimbabwe. I stumbled upon your show when I was looking for guy shows, and I downloaded and listened to your fifth episode. I was blown away by not only the content, but also the setup of the show. So you can consider me your 51st listener. Uh, So, Adrian, shout out to you, man. Shout Shout out to Zimbabwe. Shout out Adrian, man. Hey, we all the way in the motherland, man. You can't tell me nothing now. <laughs> you can't Facts. tell me nothing now, bro. Look, hey, I ain't never been to the motherland, but I've been in the motherland. Hey, you can't tell me nothing hey, no bro. more, y'all. But I, hey, I'm not gonna let this moment be lost. That y'all was just hating on technological advancements <laughs> earlier on in the podcast. We was, we was. Oh, get out we of was. here, man. <laughs> we was. Hey, full circle, folks. Full circle, folks. Hey, not only that, though. Not only that, I did get another email from. Uh, this like media company uh, out in Zimbabwe saying that we were listed like number eighty five podcasts uh, in Zimbabwe listening or something like that. Like I don't know yeah, how we're really doing this stuff. Like that's I don't bananas. I don't know how we're doing that, but we're ranked we're ranked eighty five right now again amongst podcasts in Zimbabwe. So Let's go. Uh, like I said, I don't care what y'all say. You can't tell me nothing no more. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be hard to turn me down, baby. I, we we international. Um, so, you know, tell your friends, uh, Adrian, man, appreciate you. Appreciate you being a listener to everyone else. Uh, y'all need to get like Adrian, man. Uh, hype me up. Gas me up. Send me emails. Uh, <laughs> tell us how we're doing, how we impacting your lives. No, because for real, that, that that does help us, you know, shape our content. It gives us purpose, you know, and it helps us continue to log on every week, man. So in all seriousness, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the other 50 listeners. Uh, so for all our 51 listeners out there, you know, tell 51 more other people, you know, so that we can. You know, change some lives, get some growth on this thing, and really dive into stuff. We're gonna be uh, a lot more intentional about the subject matter and the content that we talk about. You know, going forward, and I think it's gonna be good. You know, like I always say that I say that every week, but you know, I hear from a lot of people how our podcast is helping them in their day to day. It's giving them a new perspective and changing them. So, you know, my biggest goal for making this podcast was to have a resource for men. You know, where they could come and feel heard. You know, and not be judged, you know, hear about struggles that other people are experiencing so you don't feel like you're by yourself. And I feel like we're doing that so far, you know, so I want to keep that keep that thing going. So, you know, definitely share uh, our podcast. You know, like uh, Troy said earlier, follow us on Instagram at Manly D's podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Manly D's underscore. Download our episodes, share our podcast, listen to it as much as you can uh, and and rock with us, man. So we mess with y'all. So keep rocking with us, man. Y'all got anything for him? You said it all, my guy. Say less. Absolutely. Say less. And as always, until next time, we out. We out. Peace.